Welcome back to the No Bad Karma Podcast, Season 2023, Episode 4. Death and Taxes or Life and Money? You know, continuing our journey of living and loving intentionally, in the last episode I talked about happiness and money. And I said that our attitude towards money really has a lot to do with our attitude towards ourself, our self-worth. And that got me thinking about a quote we probably have all heard. We we mostly have heard it as, uh, you know, the only thing certain in life is death and taxes. That's not quite the quote, but uh, and Benjamin Franklin said it. By the way, watch the Benjamin Franklin episode of The Office. One of my favorites, Secret Secrets. But going back to the happiness and money issue, I want to clarify that. I said our attitude towards money has a lot to do with our attitude towards ourself and how we value ourself, our self-worth. And I stand by that, and I mean that. But that doesn't mean that everything that happens with money has to do with our self-worth and everything that has to do with our self-worth has to do with, with money. Uh, there are a lot of dynamics out there we can't control, but still it comes back to that attitude. How do you want to treat those issues? And if you keep coming back to that, that, that really helps keep you centered. But let's talk about what Benjamin Franklin really said, and then uh, talk about whether it's death and taxes, life and money, or something else. So... I said that wasn't the exact quote, but but that's how most of us know it. it's the only thing certain in life, death and taxes. And and we'll take a quick history lesson here. So it was about 235 years ago, and Benjamin Franklin, one of our founding fathers, uh, helped uh, of the United States, helped uh, uh, wanted to, you know wanted to update his friend in France with what was going on here. So it was 235 years ago, November 13th, 1789, and uh, Ben went to pull out his uh, iPhone. Uh, okay. He was probably the first one to think, why don't we have a device like that, right? So uh, he realized he couldn't send an iMessage to, to his friend in France. His friend was uh, Jean-Baptiste Leroy. And uh, uh, so he decided he had to write him a letter, go old school, right? Pull out the ink and the pen. So he wanted to tell his friend what was going on back here in America. And uh, in this letter he wrote, he said, Our new constitution is now established. Everything seems to promise it will be durable. Semicolon. But in this world, in this world, but in this world, nothing is certain except death and taxes. So what he was saying is, so he was, you know, making a comment on life. That's And Ben was good enough to even put that semicolon there to, so it would stand alone. Because he said, but in this world, nothing is certain except death and taxes. But he was saying it in context to the Constitution that we just established. Because he was saying, you know, uh, so let's, let's take those separately, the death and taxes. Uh, the death part first 
the, the average lifespan, and, and then I'll come back to the Constitution part. So the death part first, the average lifespan when Ben was born, so for when he was born, he was expected to live 56 years. The lifespan then was 56 years old. Everybody died, right? Everybody knew it. There weren't cures for diseases like there are today. If you got what we now know as diabetes, what they called sugar back then, you know, if you had it as an infant, you were dead. If you got it later in life, you were dead. If you got cancer, you were dead. Yes, there were doctors. Yes, they treated things, but medicine wasn't the same then. So death was all around people. We, we ignore it a lot today, but, but death was all around. Ben, by the way, lived to be uh, like, I think it was 84 years old. I didn't write it down. Yeah, 84 years old. He wrote that letter in 1789, and then he died five months later. And then the other part of that, the taxes. Well, you know, Ben just helped, you know, set up the country put the Constitution in place. And people came to good old America and set it up because they said they didn't, you know, there, were, there wasn't going to be any taxation without representation. They accepted taxation as a part of life too, right? Uh, you know, they were just, didn't want the aristocracies. They didn't want the kings and queens and other rulers in the world telling them what to do and taxing them without being heard. So, you know, the principles in which this country were founded, I mean, we're not going to get into a whole government and history lesson here, but, but there were some, some, some good thoughts there. Though, of course, you know, we weren't representing all the people, just the white ones back then and pretty much the males. But, you know, we got, got there or are getting there every day, I guess. But yeah, it was death and taxes. So it really is okay to take that statement out of context because nothing in this world is certain but death and taxes, right? You know, for example, if you go and uh, uh, file bankruptcy, the one debt you can't discharge are your taxes. If you don't pay your taxes, the government will come after you and they'll take your money. But they're also very reasonable to work with. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call them. But it is okay to take that statement out of context because nothing in this world is certain but death and taxes. And I want to say it's negative. And here's why. Because I want to say it's about life and money, right? We talked about, I mean, there is some truth that having money makes day-to-day -day life easier and day-to-day -day life easier, makes doing the things we want easier, makes happiness easier, right? But if we said the only thing certain in life is life and money, it's kind of irresponsible. 
So what it really comes down to, though, is I said earlier, you know, most of us ignore that issue of death. And I'm not trying to make this a death episode, but, you know, we're ignoring it out there. But let's go back to money and life and then that attitude about self-worth. Because what it really means, it's about what we do with our time. Because if we're selfish with our time, we're probably selfish with our money. If we're giving with our time, we seem to be giving with our money. We think a lot of times about money, but are you thinking about like maybe what you're getting paid at work? And you think, I need a raise. But are you, you know, evaluating yourself maybe like your employer is and thinking, I'm not saying you're, you, you are or you aren't, but how am I spending my time at work? Am I, you know, giving it my all or whatever? It makes me think of a side story I don't want to get into now. But think of a contractor. Anytime you need an appliance fixed or your plumbing fixed or, uh, uh, you know, you need to have an electrician out. Take your car into the shop. There's fees expenses for that new pipe you need, new toilet you need, new outlet you need, new brake pads you need. But they're all charging for their time too. It may be a service call. Because they value their time and that's how they make money. So how are you spending your time in life is what it really comes down to. Because if you're spending all your, you know, I'm not, let's talk about how you're spending your time and how you're spending your money. Let's talk about how you're spending your money first. Because I'm not talking about everybody here, but are you door dashing? every night uh because if you are you're disrespecting your wallet and probably your body or do you go out and get groceries and cook healthy once in a while you know your money situation affects how you feed yourself and if you don't have any, you can't. What do other, you know, other things people spend their money on? Uh, <laughs> made me think of how people spend their money on their uh, secret girlfriends like I did. And then how do you justify that? You justify it by sacrificing something for yourself. 
And when you start sacrificing, usually. Or you're taking something away from somebody who is more deserving of it. But either way, it bites you in the ass. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to screw yourself. And if you're not taking care of the people you should be taking care of, you're going to screw yourself. With your money. And with your time. Because everybody knows that saying life really is what happens when you're making other plans. Right? But a lot of people don't even know, again, the context of that quote. And so, you know, it's from a John Lennon song, Beautiful Boy, Darling Boy, which is about his son, uh, his son, Sean. And the lyric, if you were to read it out in context, says, I can hardly wait to see you come of age. But I guess we'll both just have to be patient because it's a long way to go, a hard road to hoe. Yes, it's a long way to go. But in the meantime, before you cross the street, take my hand. Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. He's really saying, you aren't smart enough to cross the street yet. You have to hold my hand. And if I don't pay attention to you, if I'm not out there holding your hand, you're going to get hit. Life will get us. Death will get us. That's what he's saying. It's a hell of a lot deeper than most people take it. But it is. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Because if you're working 16 hours a day, going crazy to provide for yourself, provide for your family, provide for your future, right? You're missing shit. You're missing what's going on with your partner, with your family, with your wife, with your kids, with your parents. You're missing shit. You're spending your time wrong, the wrong way. You're going to be sitting in your rocker, collecting your social security, all alone at some point, or you're going to stop working and drop over dead because you don't know what else to do with your life. I'll be a person that works my entire life. I could win the lottery tomorrow and I'll still be working on something, somewhere, somehow, doing whatever I want. Because I'd be bored without it. So it's not about working. It's about how you're spending your time. Are you always planning for the future or living in the moment? Because either one of those is a fail. And that's why it can't be life and money. Because if you're just living in the moment, living in life and blowing your money and having fun, you're not valuing anything. I'm all about experiences. 
I mean, I, I've, I, you know, I always have been. They say it's kind of funny because they talk about how uh, I guess it's maybe millennials and Gen Z are more experience driven uh, uh, and whatnot. And it's it, it it's not that that growing up or thinking about my parents when they growing up, they weren't experience driven. It's a hell of a lot easier to have experiences now. The world makes it easier. So yes, there is a different value on them. And yes, it, the, <clears throat> there's value in that whole idea. I mean, I'm glad. Um, I guess I am glad that the world has become more uh, uh, let's have experiences. It's about let's have them responsibly, right? You know, I, I was thinking of Dr. Seuss books. And everybody thinks Dr. Seuss is great, but again, you know, do, people don't really know the background there. He was illustrating... Uh, uh, he was basically racist, especially against the Japanese, illustrating World War II cartoons. Now, I'm still a Dr. Seuss fan. I love his books, okay? So, so don't get me wrong. Maybe he was trying to make up for some of it. I don't know. Made some good money in the meanwhile. But uh, uh, I, I'd like to think maybe he was trying to redeem himself by teaching some good lessons. Um, even though I guess some people feel there are some themes in, in some of those books. But it made me think how many of them are a commentary on life in general and love and how we spend our time. I, I think of the one, uh, I can't remember the exact name, where um, uh, it's a dog uh, that says, do you like my hat? Uh, and do you want to go to a dog party in the tree? It's somebody out there looking for their partner almost right i mean you could get into the whole idea about am i attractive do you want to get to know me better think of the whole are you my mother you can take that so many ways too made me think of a little side story that i wanted to tell in the last episode about money and happiness and uh uh, how we spend our money, what we spend it on, how we budget it, uh, how we value our time in there, and uh, how what it has to do with love and life. And uh, that are you my mother made me think of my dating life because, uh, you know, over the last uh, year or so, I've been dating intentionally. And, and I had a joke that everywhere I went, you know, I, I have my, oh, I don't have it here, my business cards and and I have a personal card. And, uh, uh, you know, if I see somebody I, I uh, was interested, I'd be like, are you my mother? Are you interested in going out with me? I'm dropping my card. And uh, I've said before in the Daddy is an Alcoholic episode, which I strongly suggest if you have anyone in your life that has a drinking issue, uh, that I rely on cannabis to maintain my mental health. So I go to the dispensary uh, three times a month. I have a very uh, specific budget for that, speaking of money, etc. cetera. And uh, uh, it's ultimately, I've determined lower than what I spend drinking. So, uh, uh, and I drank cheap pre-mixed margs and $10 bottles of wine. But, you know, 
I add in all the snacks, the drinks out, and the bad decisions, and I'm way ahead uh, for what that's worth. But I I went in one time, and uh, there was a, a, one of my regular bud tenders and checked me in one day. And, you know, I get to know them all. I'm a regular there because loyalty does reward. And uh, uh, and she's like, how's your day? And I'm like, well, or, you know, like, uh, and I'm like, uh, well, it'd be a lot better if I could find a life partner or something like that. And she laughed. And uh, and she's like, yeah, I feel you. And, uh, you know, I never really thought of her as my type. But I was trying to have a more open mind. And, and uh, you know, I chatted on the way out. And after I left, I thought, you know, I should ask her out sometime. So next time I go up, I went up there. And I, I asked her if she meant anyone. Yeah. And she's like, actually, the guy that came in right after you, I started going out with him. And uh, so, so I was like, okay, well, she's off the table. And that's cool. But, but so, you know, I've checked in with her here and there. And that was a few months ago, right? So I go up there uh, uh, the same day I recorded the last episode, I guess it was, or around that time. And she happened to wait on me. And I said, uh, hey, how's it going? And, you know, I'm seeing someone now. So I'm like, hey, how's it going? How's the guy? And she's, or I'm like, how's it going? And she's like, great. And I'm like, how's the guy? Still seeing him? And she's like, no, that's why it's going great. <laughs> and I, and every other time it was great because he was in the picture. And I said, <laughs> excuse me, well, what's the issue? And, you know, I might not have it exactly right, but she's like, well, he's a grower in the industry. He spends about 30 a week at the facilities, if anything, makes about twice as much money as I do. I work uh, about twice as much, and all he does is whine, and I got tired of it. So there's so much there, because it's about, you know, he doesn't value time and money the same way she does. He, she didn't care he was making twice as much. He had a crap attitude about it. It was the attitude that was the problem. You know, I'm going to leave you with this thought on time. I was going to go a little deeper on it. But I think in the interest of time, I'll save it for the next episode. Because if you only have so much time, then you, you have to go back to how we started this episode. What's certain? Death and taxes? Or life and money. Well, it is the death and taxes. As much as I want to say it's life and money. It's the death and taxes. So it really comes down to how you're valuing your time and what you're doing with it. And I've said before my personal mantra is humanity, others, and yourself. So I, I try to prioritize my time that way or or when I'm feeling a, a stress about it, I try to come back to that. But how you're spending your time is going to dictate 
where you're going with your money, where you're going with your life. And where you're going with yourself. It's like I said before, it's all about your self-worth. So it really is also all about how you spend your time and who you spend it with and what you do with it. So I'll leave you with that. And then we'll talk a little bit more about time in the next episode. Because how you spend your time is how you give your choices a purpose bigger than yourself. See you soon.